Hello guys and girls and welcome back to another episode of Becoming the Trader podcast. Again, I just want to say a big thank you for watching guys and girls. I really appreciate all the feedback. I know that you've all been enjoying these and just hearing from our community, hearing the different stories from all over the world. So very excited for this podcast. Joined with me today is Tyson. So Tyson is tuning in from Melbourne actually. Tyson's been in the community for a while and he's just come on leaps and bounds. He's got a lot of experience in the trading space. So he's going to be sharing some key insights of his journey, morning routines, and lots of things to help him focus on what's coming because he has an exciting period in his life right now. So I'm very, very, very grateful to have him on the podcast. Tyson, really appreciate you jumping on. How are you? How's everything going on your end? I'm so good, brother. I'm so good. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm so blessed to be here. It's uh, it's pretty cold down here in Melbourne at, at the moment. You guys obviously experiencing some, some heat waves, but look, I'm 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 very grateful. It's some exciting times uh, for me and my beautiful partner. We've got some things happening that is uh, transitioning us to the next level, and I, I can't wait to share some insights and some experience and some, you know, some in, some love to everyone that's listening to this uh, podcast today. So. Likewise, likewise. Well, yeah, let's start. Let's begin. Um, I think just for a bit of context, so for the people that um, a lot of people know you in the community and there'll be a lot yep. of people that, you know, are not in the community that don't know you, a bit of a background on your story, you know, how long you've been trading. So, you know, you're from Melbourne. Um, is that where you first started learning or did you go abroad anywhere to learn it? No. So I've actually, I'm originally from Sydney. So from a, from a place called Redfern, which is probably not the greatest um, area to grow up with uh, as a little kid, but I got through that and I started my journey um, in trading three years ago in March 2016 when I was in Byron Bay um, going on a spiritual journey of myself because I knew there was something more to life than what I was doing at that, at that present moment. So I came across trading um, when I was asking questions. I was going into deep meditation a lot every day. I was starting to use the law of attraction and, and using the quantum field to start manifesting what I wanted to do in my life. And I realized that all this, all the things that I was doing at that time, no one taught me how to do it. I obviously was learning from, you know, people like, um, like on YouTube, right? I was just going on YouTube and trying to, fi- trying to find answers and reading books and things like that. Think and Grow Rich and Napoleon Hills. Um, I think Outwitting the Devil was the one that really shifted my awareness. But I found trading and I fell in love with it. I think everyone that listens to, to this story is going to have that similar um, understanding that when you first found, find something like trading and you see the charts, even though you had no idea what it is and I had no idea what it was, I just knew innately inside my being that this was something that I was going to master and I was going to be able to provide not only for my family but for the, for the greater good of humanity in, in terms of getting the resources that I needed to make a difference. So for me, trading... Um, was the gateway to um, the, or the vehicle I knew that I that I needed in order to make a difference in my life, but also for my loved ones as well. So it was an incredible time for me, very exciting, um, but one of a lot of headaches and a lot of uh, a lot of battling the ego and a lot of realizing that there was a lot more to it than just charts and numbers and things like that, which was my initial um, perception. It was a lot more deeper with understanding the mind and yourself and you know uh, managing your emotions and things like that so i went on that deep into my own consciousness and i realized that the more that i started to evolve myself and work on my inner inner, inner self and inner state of being um that translated into you know creating some some results in the market so 
Love that, love that, and uh, and, I, and I can I can tell you know you've been such a spiritual journey. I think touching on that part there of things like the ego, right? Because this is one of the biggest things that holds people back, and sometimes people don't realise that their ego is there. And I think that's an important topic to talk about because it's one of the leading factors that is holding people back from actually having any kind of success. Because when your ego is involved, you're not very open-minded, which doesn't lead you to grow and you essentially stunt your own growth just based on ego. So, you know, how did you overcome that and what, what was happening with your ego? How was that, you know, holding you back? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it, it is without a doubt one of the main things that I battle with, even with someone that was actively trying to, bring more awareness and consciousness to my everyday thought process and feelings and everything like that. Um, the ego was still a battle and it still is. It's not, it's not, it's not a, it's not an end. That's it. You know, once you get to a certain level of success, it stops, it gets, it's still there. But for me personally, I think what really helped was shutting out a lot of the noise, negative, negative influences. So people that are around me that were, you know, not aware of their own greatness and not, not aware of what they were doing. I had to cut that out first. Second thing that I had to do was realize that if I, if I was going to um, evolve to a higher state of consciousness, that I need to have processes in place and habits that were going to allow me to, you know, de de detach from the ego somewhat and, and come from a place of humility, coachability or teachability index, which I've, I've touched on before, in the community and also being around, you know, just a select few of people that are putting me out of my comfort zone in terms of making me realize and putting a mirror to my face, which was my beautiful partner. She gave me that, uh, that mirror that I needed that to see my own ugliness and that ego, right? Because the ego strives on, on being recognized and having identity and feeling real, right? That's that, that's the ego's, you know, um, goal is to feel like it's real. But when you start to, you know, go into mindfulness practices like meditation each day, and you start to see your 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 inner being, not the not the you know the limbic brain or the midbrain, you start to go to the subconscious. Then I realized that there was a lot more power if I, de you know, devoid the ego and just kept to the process that I was doing every day. So I think there were key three things: was eliminating negative influences and negative environments um daily meditation obviously mindfulness practice is key and and being around you know someone or people that can put a mirror in your in your face and are not not afraid to tell you when your ego is coming out of line and 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 making helping you get through that um which was which was very key so oh 100 percent. and the, the ego you know feeds off of validation Loves validation. It, it, want, it wants to be recognised, and and this is what people struggle on things like social media, right? They 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 yeah. really want the validation. It's like, like, look, this is what I'm doing. You know, hit this and this, and they have to show this. They have to show this money. They want the validation, but it's a very weak mind. It's not sustainable. That's right. Hyper successful people do not do that. The most successful people in the world do not need validation, and I think striving for, you know, being just content with yourself is far more sustainable than, you know, tapping into everything that encourages you to be egotistical and caught up into this sort of game. But just, just going into a little bit about how you're doing in terms of consistency and things like that. Are, are you consistent at the moment at the moment? Yes, I am. I am. It's been the last six months um, since nice. I joined Falcon. Yeah. I joined Falcon in November. And I, cause I've had, you know, I've come from 
style of bit of price action, bit of harmonics and, and Elliott wave and things like that. But it was very support and resistance and, you know, Fibonacci, um, supply and demand zones and everything like that. So I had a lot of noise in my mind. So I had to unlearn a lot of things as well. Mm-hmm. When I came to Falcon and I, re- I recognized that very quickly because I was asking, I was sending out the intention for a, for a community that wasn't, just doing, you know, marketing and, and everything like that, which is what I came from. I don't want to, I don't want to badmouth that company because I, I, I did learn a lot, and I'm very grateful to the people that I connect with there. But I wanted something that was aligned with my values, which is, you know, empowering others and educating and inspiring others to be their highest self. But that comes through having a simplistic methodology, and I always knew it was out there, but I just hadn't found it. And and when I came across Falcon was obviously through checking on social media on YouTube and in Instagram and coming across Michael Bambia and Hannah Forex. And I just knew straight away innately, I just, this was it. And I made that transition pretty, pretty quickly. And I had to unlearn a lot of the stuff, took cleared out all my charts and, and went, went to work and just grinded um, on, you know, learning the strategy and, and going through all the Falcon content using your three-step process and just being, coachable and teachable and and putting in the hours and and it really worked so i was when i was i I think there was a couple of aha moments for me uh six seven months ago when i realized that because of all the clutter that i got rid of and i was seeing the market for what it is you know using market theory and the structure patterns within patterns and and pattern identification there's so many key things that i just didn't i wasn't aware of beforehand but then it all just came to it all just came one perfect synchronization i i can't really say that there was you know one aha but there was multiple ahas going into that moment where i just had so much belief in my ability and falcon's strategy falcon simplicity and what the community stand for it allowed me to do that so i was very yeah very very grateful for that that's amazing. The one thing that sticks out to me is just your open-mindedness. You know, you came into Falcon, you saw the simplicity for what it was. And I guess that was a breath of fresh air for you. That's, that's the common term that I hear from a lot of people, which is, is amazing to hear that it's just a breath of fresh air. And one thing I want to touch on there, you know, you've been, con- you've been consistent for those months. Um, you've been hitting, is it over, over 10%, under 10%? It's over 10%. So I'm averaging over 10% right now. Um, obviously, I want to get... Con- Keep, keep progressing and obviously remain teachable and keep what, keep what I'm doing doing in terms of processes and, and obviously everything else that's got in play. But um, I'm very, very happy that it's, it's obviously all the work is starting to pay off. And, and um, obviously, I think, like I, like I mentioned, I'm, I am getting into investor capital and, and taking that next phase in my, my trading career, which I've always knew that was the goal um, three years ago. Um, but um, yeah, it's, it's um, an amazing, amazing time for myself. Oh, you, you've, you have made an incredible amount of progression. And I think it's just come down, it's come down to the just sheer work ethic processes. There's a number of things that we can get into, but just touching on that, right? So you're very close to receiving the investment side of things, right? That's a goal for a lot of people. Not, not everybody wants to trade investment, but we know that is a way that you can, of course, speed up the scale of the account. But so you're in a situation where you're, you're trading investment, you're going to trade investment and you know, you're feeling all kinds of emotions, right? And I think this is an important part, you know, in a dialogue, this is something that we spoke about uh, previously, right? 
So how do, how would you say you managing that in a dialogue? You know, you come from an area which, as you you mentioned, not the nicest place to grow up and things like that. Is there anything that you found yourself saying that you've overcome now? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, that inner dialogue is, is I think it's been one of the, the major keys to coming from where I've come from very humble beginnings to now at a point where I know that this is the next phase of my of my goals and my lifetime be do's and haves. And and I think um, for for that inner dialogue, I mean, right now, just coming aware of, of limiting beliefs and things like that. So not, not having limited beliefs around money. And I had those subconscious programs that I had to first recognize. And I've been um, utilizing um, a meditation by Dr. Joe Dispenza from his book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And I, I, I had somewhat of a methodology and kind of strategy to learn how to tap into the subconscious. But from going on from his, um, from his wisdom and, and lifelong message of empowering others to tap into the subconscious, I've been able to now reprogram from that point of view because once you understand how to change the quantum level of you know, operation, you can then change onto the physical plane. So in terms of dialogue, like right now, you know, thinking about putting myself in that new state of being from the old state of being, which was had that limiting belief around money and having those, you know, things like I'm not worthy enough or can I, am I ready for this? You know, all these different thoughts that come in when you start to get recognized for what you're doing in private, right? You start getting public recognition by investors and things like that because they will come. And, and I think, for, for people that are listening to this, you know, the most important thing to do is to, to be grateful every day for what you have, have awareness in that space, but also start looking into how to, to utilize and, and, and deprogram those limiting beliefs around the, the finance that you might have, you know, if you've come from humble beginnings like myself or Mark, you know, they are there. And if you don't deal with them, it's like, you know, a, a bad seed that just keeps growing. And if you and you're watering it unknowingly, but if you don't know how to go into the root and and eliminate it and take it out, put something else in, it's just going to keep festering. So, I, I became very aware of my self dialogue, my self speech, and started using affirmations every morning. You know the the, the, the five daily goals that that um, that you've obviously shown me, and and just that that process. And it, it might seem so simple, but writing it down and saying it, the thinking and the thoughts makes it so so. It's, it's, I think what I really hope people get out of this is that if you don't take for granted what the words that you say to yourself on the in dialogue when no one can hear you, but also the written word when you write on with a blue uh, uh, pen on a, on a white paper with your notebook or something that you write down, doing those daily goals and those daily affirmations along with your daily values really, really does make a difference. So. It's a commitment to yourself, and it's you touched on some really, really key things. And one thing I want to want to point out, and I think it's really important that you know, being super specific with these things. There was a particular thing that you know we spoke about, and you said you said it to me, and I and I and I pulled you up on it straight away. It, would you would you mind sharing that with the community? Yeah, um, it's saying that I've come from nothing, and that that one that one phrase, that one statement, you pulled up on me, and you made me realize that if I say that. I'm reiterating to the subconscious that I'm not worthy enough and that exactly. create that self-sabotage, you know, behavior and, and, and those actions because, and, and even you just say, like when you said it to me, it really clicked and it was such an aha moment that 
I was saying it as part of my story. When I would meet people or meet investors or, you know, meet other people out and about, I would use that as part of my story to, to create, you know, I'm authentic. You know, this is who I am. I've come from nothing and, you know, I've, I've, I've come so far. So it kind of was not only will I, was I reiterating that I wasn't worthy, but it was kind of like an egoic thing as well because, exactly. reckon, you know, look at me. Like I've, you know, I've come from nothing and now here I am kind of scenario, but that didn't work. And it, it really did create self-sabotage in, in my own, like not, not just in my day-to-day, but my trading as well. And I, and I, and I recognized that as uh, quite quickly um, because obviously I, it wasn't sustainable and it wouldn't, it's not going to help for me progressing to where I want to go now that um, I've got investor capital coming in. So. Exactly. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in, a, in telling people what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. And you've made incredible progression. And when you said that, you know, this is something that I've, I'm, I'm obsessed, as you know, with language and things like that. So it's something that I listen out for. And I'm a big believer that even after having a conversation with someone for just a couple of minutes, I can normally tell where their mind's at and what's holding them back. And the ego is such a big part. And when you said that, I thought of a little bit like my own story, the same things that I used to say. And I can already tell, even without you telling me what you've replaced it with, which is I come from humble beginnings, right? I can already tell you've replaced that with that. And uh, just by going to that point of, of what you just said, it's the ego is almost kind of wanting to get validation. Like, look at me, you know, I came from nothing. Look at where I am now. It's again, it's still searching for some sense of validation when really you're telling yourself you're not worthy. And this is where the self-sabotage kicks in. But you, you recognizing that you come from humble beginnings and this is where you are now, I think that's a much more neutral state of mind and it allows the ego to not be involved, not feed off of that, to want to be, look at me, look at me, I don't come from much. You know, I wasn't born into money in which the people actually then start to uh, associate a negative connotation towards people that were born into money as if it's their fault. You know, it's not their fault if they're born into money. It's like that's how their life is, you know. What is your fault is how you manage your, your mind in a dialogue. And touching on that, I've seen, and even people in the community, I've seen people that have banked 5%, 6%, 7% a month for five to six months and then still say to me, I have this doubt. And I'm thinking, you're crazy. What do you mean you've got this doubt? You know, you're making 5 6% a month for six months. This isn't no fluke. You don't, can, you don't do that by accident. But then it just comes down to the inner dialogue of what they say to themselves on a daily basis. They see the 5% six months, you know, three months, four months in a row. And then they just have that little conversation with themselves to go, yeah, but you don't really come from much. So who do you think you are? You know, you're not going to succeed with this. You know, you wasn't born. All of these little thoughts. And the reason why I bring this up is because this thought alone can be the difference of whether you sustain, sustain consistency or not. I've seen incredible people go from being, you know, have such a great path and then they turn very, very negative and they're actually great traders and they let the ego get involved. And this is one thing that I want to go into as well. I can see that there's a common pattern with consistent traders in the community. The, the most common thing is they go all in. They don't try to chop and change and hybrid things. They just understand this is what it is because I need to go full into it. If you want to learn something else, then you go full into that. If you're a support and resistance trader then you go full in the support and resistance, but the ego always tells us is that we want to be the hero. The ego always tells us that, oh, I want to find that extra little thing to, I want to be validated for you. Oh, I found that, you know, if you add in the, uh, the fib there, that makes this even better, you know, that we want to be validated for something, not realizing that the formula is already there for you to sustain it. What would you say to people that are, you know, wanting to have that clarity 
did you go all in or did you, this is a good conversation actually, did you actually add things in? Have you added anything in that you found that helped you or did you just kind of just uh, uh, submerge yourself with the simplicity of everything? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I, I literally went all in. I knew that if I'm going to make this happen for, and, and truly get to where I want to be as the, you know, the, become the trader that I want to become, that I need to, you know, eliminate the things that didn't work. And that was all the mess and the Fibonacci and support and risk and everything like that. Because I looked at the moment I seen the, the, the simplicity of Falcon, I knew straight away that it worked. Like you can just go back 30 years of data and it, and it truly is the most sustainable and um, simplistic way of trading, but it has the most, the most return on investment that you can ever find. And I think for when, um, you know, I, even now, like I, I've, I can say I can say with honest, um, um, you know, from the heart. There has been times where I've gone through some, you know, um, some downs and lows in my trading throughout this process of being with Falcon, and I'm thinking, oh, maybe I should just, you know, throw, throw in a Fibonacci and get a 69 point, you know, whatever. Um, and doing all those these little thoughts that come into your mind that you think might 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 work and add to getting you out of that hole. But then I realized very quickly that. This is just part and parcel. Like it, it, it is what it is. The market could be correcting, and the the ego is trying to get validation of some action, or that it's you know missing something. And I realized that don't try and change what's what's worked. Right now, for me, the simplicity of Falcon, the strategy, the way it is, um, seeing the market for for the for the true nature that it is, it just it it rang you know, absolutely to my heart and to, to what I knew what was going to be sustainable in the long term. And um, I haven't added anything in it. You don't need to. And if you find that you're, you're in that mindset of, or space of mind that you need to add something into it, just, just take a step back and have a look at, you know, the impulsive legs and look at what the Falcon strategy can do in terms of, you know, the returns and, 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 I mean, at the end of the day, it really comes down to how hard you're working. You know, you really, you know, having you're really accountable for all the actions you take. I mean, it's so easy to say that you're working, but and I and I was guilty of this as well. I I thought I was working, but sometimes I wasn't. You know, I was I get distracted by YouTube and Instagram and things like that. But then I put things into place, and I would love to share that as well. That really helped me um, to to gain some more focus and, and less distraction, and, and gain more control over my um, day to day because it really does make a difference. I love that, and I think something's really important there is what you mentioned about thirty years of data. Because you you have to ask yourself, you know, for anybody listening, you have to think about sample size. So what I mean by that is that there's a common term that people, and, they, and it goes straight over their head. I've, I've been saying for years, and you know, trading his own Mark Douglas has said it for years, you have to let probabilities play out. And, and people, I don't think people fully understand what that means. And essentially, let's say, for example, if I added in a Bollinger Band or whatever it is, a volume indicator, it could be anything. And then I look at a, a small period of three months and say, look, if I would have added in that then, that would have actually made me more profit and I would have closed this down and you know, I would have made more money in those last three months. Yeah, but that's on a three month period. Have you tested it on a 30 year period, which is, I know you're a big believer in backtesting. You've done a lot of backtesting and you've seen it. So it really comes down to when people want to add stuff in, it's normally laziness because they, they don't, it's the, it's the tedious thing that people don't want to do, right? They think backtesting is something negative and they hold a negative connotation towards it. But it's the very thing that's going to keep you optimistic. It's the very thing that is going to reduce the fear of missing out. It's the very thing that is going to present to you on a subconscious level. Wow, this is an incredible amount of opportunity. And for me to change something 
in a corrective period is, is ridiculous. That's unsustainable because when you change, you change again, you change again. So my message is to just any traders across the world, you know, if you're trading a particular strategy, trade that strategy to its fullest potential and you will have the most sustainability. I'm not saying that you can't add something in and that won't work for you for two or three months. Of course it will. Will it work for you for the next 10, 20 years? So it's just a question that you want to ask yourself, you know, how serious are you about trading? Are you just trading to adapt every single time and you can't deal with the, the peaks and troughs? Or do you want to sustain this for the next five, 10, 15 years? You know, you have to start asking yourself those questions. Are you treating it like a business? How serious do you actually take this? And that's a question for you, Tyson. Now, how serious do you take it in terms of routines and things and tips that you think that could help the listeners? Oh, look, I, I'm, I'm all in for the moment. I found trading and then Falcom just gave me that extra level, extra level of inspiration, motivation. So for me in the morning, um, the morning, you've got to win the morning and you can't be reactive. You've got to be proactive. So turn your phone off, put in airplane mode. And what I do is I jump into meditation for half an hour. I then do some Wim Hof. So I do some Wim Hof breathing to get, um, you know, my nervous system activated and everything like that. Um, I will then jump into a cold shower and I'll get straight into one hour of forecasting. So I'll forecast, you know, my top six and, and obviously my wild cards. Have a look at how the markets, the daily close, obviously, because when I wake up, it's 7 a.m. Um, here in Sydney, or Sydney, Melbourne. So that is the start of the Asian session. And obviously, so I get to see the daily closure and everything like that. Um, obviously, after that, I head to the gym. And now that I've gone part-time, it's obviously, I'm very blessed. I'm very grateful that I can do these things. Um, and obviously, I know what it's like before you know, going part-time because I just recently came from full-time employment. And um, so obviously after that, I'll go to the gym and I'll come back and then I'll do um, an hour and a half back testing. So when I do my back testing and any kind of forecasting or Falcon work, I use an app um, called Forest. And what that forces me to do when I, when I activate Forest and I put my um, phone into airplane mode, it will, um, it doesn't allow you to go into other um, apps. So even if you try, it won't allow you or come straight back to forest. And, and I think it's a really, really awesome, you know, just a small thing, but that small tweak into my routine has allowed me to steer off the, the phone and, and just purely focus on when I do my back testing, I know what it's doing for me. I know that it's increasing my skill set. I know that it's making me more the asset. And therefore I'm thinking about the biggest scale as well. Like, the, the work that I put in now is going to make a rippling effect for my, my beautiful partner and our, our baby-to-be soon in January the 20, 2020, so we've got a new kid coming. So I'm thinking about what, what, what am I doing right now, my daily individual you know, routines and goals that are going to have an effect on the people that I love, and, and I think that's very important. So after that, obviously, I'll, I'll get into some um, content that I need to work on, areas that I need to improve on, or using the three-step process of reading a book that I'm currently reading, which is obviously the uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And then at night, um, yet again, it's obviously important to have time uh, with your loved ones and things that you love to do. Uh, but also, you know, when I get, when I, when I'm, re you know, retiring from sleep, I will then again take my phone into airplane mode and I'll, I'll read a book and um, unwind, maybe even write in a bit of a journal just to thoughts that I've had and things that I've, that I'm thinking of and, and everything like that. But um, yeah, also very important is gratitude every morning. Obviously I forgot to mention that I do have a gratitude journal um, and I have three things that I'm grateful of in life. 
um, work and being. So myself and how I do it is I use I am so happy and grateful now that and I just and then I fill it in. So I do that three times for my life, work and being. So it's very it's very important to do that because you you gain presence um, because if you think in the past you, you're ang you're anxious. If you think in the future, then you don't you're, you're thinking in the unknown. So um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Love that, love that. I can, can tell even just from listening to you that you've got that wired in. You know, that sounds like a solid routine that you know exactly what you're doing, when you're doing it, and that gives you clarity, that gives you focus. Even with the breathing, breathing exercises that you mentioned, you know, I'm familiar with that. And I think that it's, uh, it's so important to have some routine. Everybody's got a different routine, and you have to have some level of that. And it's okay if sometimes it goes out of, uh, out of whack a little bit and you have some off days. It's about the long-term sustainability of that. And I find that in successful people in general, they have some level of routine that they've sustained for a longer period of time. And it seems to be the ones that can just sustain a routine that has good habits involved in it, even for 300 days, you know, out of the year, right? Even if it's not all of the days out of the year, those are the ones that set them out, set themselves up for success. And I think what you do there subconsciously is you're setting yourself up for success just by using the app that you mentioned. It's called Forest, right? That's correct. Yeah. So, yeah. So I've, I've not personally used that, but um, I'm glad. Thank you for sharing it to the listeners, right? Forest. So just by doing that, you know that if you put it on airplane mode, you can still use the Wi-Fi. You can probably still check a few things. So rather than setting yourself up for failure, for the urge to maybe check something or do something else, you're, you're reminding yourself, if you do do that, forest comes up, boom, right, Tyson, get back to work. It's like set yourself up for success every single day. And it's those 1% little details like that could be the difference of you being distracted, not backtesting, or not being distracted, doing the backtesting. And guess what? It's no coincidence that you're about to receive an investment. It's these tiny little details that people think are insignificant. They compound and they become super significant. So I lo love what you're doing there. And I think touching what you said about the books and the three-step process, something that I found very interesting that I shared with you of what I've been doing lately with the three-step process is something a bit different. So I think, again, and this goes back to the ego as well. Remember, if you're someone who's a reader, right? If you read for pleasure and you just love reading, fair enough, right? If you're reading, but you're setting book goals for the sake of setting book goals, then your ego's involved. You, you need some sort of validation that, look, I read 20 books this year, right? Take a step back and do yourself a favor and recognize why are you doing that? People don't question things enough. You don't ask yourself, why are you doing that? See, I treat books very differently. I treat books as almost like a manual. And my three-step process isn't, you know, picking up trading in the zone and just reading it three times. It's being, well, there's two ways. It's being firstly, I will be hyper-specific. So what I'll do now is that I'll read the book and I will do the three-step process chapter by chapter. So let's say there's 10 chapters, for example. Chapter one, I'll read that three times through. After chapter one, I know that inside and out. And I've really, I've really retained that because I've read it all the way through on chapter one. I've gone back over it and then I've taken notes. And then I've gone back over it again, reflected on the notes, and then highlighted any key things that I missed out. And then I've got a journal for those notes on that particular chapter. Chapter one, chapter two, all the way, whether it's five chapters, 10, 12, 13, whatever it is, I'm now doing that. And I'm finding that because I've done the three-step process the other way around where I've kind of read the book back to front, read it again, read it again. And I was astounded 
by the level of information that I've now retained by doing it three times chapter by chapter by chapter. I'm, I'm almost studying the book like it's a course and I'm retaining that information. So it's like a manual for me. And I find that I'm able to apply that far more. So a lot of people, sometimes they talk to me and I speak to them and, and they say, you know, how many bu books you read this year? And I said, oh, I've, I've read five books. Is that, oh, really? I would have expected you to read more. Yeah, but I've read that book, you know, six times, each one six times. And I've applied that knowledge rather than just reading loads of books and getting lost into all this different information from different people that sometimes contradict each other. I'm focusing on what I believe in, what I believe is going to help me. And then I'm hyper specific with it. And then if I find out of all of those chapters, there's something that sticks out to me, like uh, trading his own chapter seven, for example, I'll take that and say, right, I'll read that over and over. And if I have times where I'm thinking, right, I just need to sharpen my tools a little bit. Because that's what people don't forget. You don't get to a place of consistency and not sharpen your tools. You have to keep, keep sharpening them. And I will find I'll resonate particular chapters in certain books. And then I'll think, oh, that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to read that three times through. I'm going to do a three-step process on that particular chapter itself. So I'm doing things a little bit different here, but the three-step process, I know you've found great success from it. Would you find that it gives you clarity when you do that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think there was just listening to what you just said, and I remember our last conversation that we had, when you said that, um, something come up, came up in my mind that I heard before from, from someone that's quite successful, and they said, people that are professors in books don't get paid as much as people that study chapter by chapter. And he was, he was one of those people that he didn't go, you know, someone, someone said to him, oh, yeah, I've read, you know, Think and Grow Rich and a couple of times. And he goes, oh, yeah, so what's on chapter three? And they don't know, right? So for exactly. myself, when, when you said that, I was like, because I was doing it, like before you, you, you gave me that awareness and that, that tip, I was using the three-step process going over the whole book three times, right? But now... I'm going to be incorporating the three-step process on chapter. And it just makes sense because if, you, if you're really serious about your development, you don't have to go and read like 20, gold, uh, 20 books, you know, 30 books a year. If you can just master, you know, four or five for that year, but you know that book so well that you know it verbatim, I mean, and that, that to me, then you, then you're, you're living it. You're, you're, on, you're, you're going to be, it's going to be a, like programming your subconscious that you didn't have to try anymore because you put in the effort. And I think the three-step process was an incredible, um, bit of when, uh, you know, tips and, and technique for myself, not only just my trading, you know, consuming the, the Falcon content, but also in my personal development, um, and obviously evolving through reading books and, and following people that, that obviously bring a lot of value to my life. So. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's huge. I absolutely love that. And just uh, having those goals there and really treating it, like you said, like almost like a course, like something that you're really proud of. You're going to retain that information. And you've got to remember the subconscious loves repetition, but what it doesn't like is sporadic information. So that would be, you know, 50 different books, 50 different people, all these different kind of beliefs, your subconscious is like, well, which one makes sense? I'm kind of confused. This person's saying, don't do affirmations. This person's saying affirmations is good. This person's saying, oh, I'm, I'm not you. I don't really believe in it. Or this person's saying, well, look at the science. It's just like find people that you believe in and stick to one thing because you'll be successful regardless, but you'll be more successful if you can tailor that in. And, and, and one more thing before we finish up one question, I would, you know, I always like to ask, What's the, uh, what's the key things you love about the Falcon community? I have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I think I've, I've entwined that in all my different answers. But no, look, I mean, I, I think the, the genuine community, I mean, the, 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 when I first saw from Hannah and, and Michael and then I saw yourself on social media, I just saw the authenticity and I saw, you know, you actually really cared. And, and like I've said to you many times, 
you know, it comes from the, 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 the reflection of the community comes from the people that are leading the front. And, and, you know, when I seen the community supporting each other, no, no, no ego, just throwing themselves out there and, and being, you know, I think for the new guys that are coming in as well, like don't be afraid to put yourself out there because no one's going to judge you. Like we've all, we've all come from, you know, beginnings and you, you have to put yourself out there. No question is dumb is a dumb question. So I think, with that in mind, the community was very key, but also the content, the the simplistic nature of it, the 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 love I can feel of people having that similar wavelength in understanding that if they learn this this craft and they they master themselves, then they'll be able to help not only their inner nucleus and inner circle and family, but also they have a rippling effect on the whole of the universe. Because what people don't realize, we're all, we're all energy. We're just, you know, high vibrating frequencies. If you looked at your hand with a microscope, you would just see photons uh, vibrating at a high speed of vibration. So when you, when you look at, you know, that, if you think about it from that level, that's what I love about Falcon because I'm just seeing so many people coming in and they're, they're operating from love and kindness and, and, and excellence in themselves. And they really remaining teachable. Um, they're, they're humble and they really want to see other people win. And, and I, I think you just can't, you can't go wrong. I mean, I, I, it's a feeling, right? You either, you either feel the Falcon vibe or you don't. And the people that are coming into Falcon are all kind of similar in some way or another. I've, I've made some incredible friends already. Um, you know, and I have life, love, lifelong friends in yourself and, and Luke and other, other legends that are in the mar- in, in um, Falcon. And I, and I just can't be more grateful for what it's done for me on a, on a trading professional sense, but also mindset, you know, and life outlook, um, it's just, it's, yeah, it's incredible. So love, love that Tarzan. And, and I really feel the authenticity, your side and the passion and the energy. And, uh, you know, I think I could speak on behalf of the whole community that we really appreciate all the messages, the kind messages that you put into the community and the care and the love and the attention and just the energy that you spread. I think that's infectious and, you know, no coincidence that the progression that you're making and you're kind of leading that for people to look up to you and realize, well, that I want to achieve over 10% a month consistently. And that outcome is going to become a side effect of having great processes and actually just being teachable, being open, all the things that you mentioned. So I think that all of the things that you said today, guys and girls, for everybody listening, even if you're not in Falcon, even if you're just in the training space as a whole, take note of these key things because you never know. It could be one percent tweak that you take from just downloading the forest app that keeps you productive and not you know distracting all the time it could be one little thing so take note i would love to know your thoughts of your number one takeaways from this podcast and let us know as well if you've struggled with the ego and things like that and any things that you've done to overcome it i'm always fascinated about those types of things but guys girls thanks for listening as always tyson it's been an absolute pleasure good luck with everything that you're doing and, and taking on the investment and things like that i'll be keen to catch up with you on the podcast in the near future, see how you're progressing, any, you know, any hurdles that you've had to overcome, any insights that you can share. I'm sure the community will be very grateful for that. 100%. And look, um, thank you guys for listening and, and hearing my story and, and um, diving into this conversation between me and Mark. Um, I absolutely appreciate you, brother, and everything that you've done for myself and, and um, the effect that it's having on people around me as well. Um, I don't take that lightly. And um, yeah, I can't wait to jump back on and I'll be sharing 
more insights and, and I'm actually reaching out more to the community. So please um, feel free to always, um, you know, throw me a message. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm here for you guys. And, I, and even though I might be at a different level, I can still learn from you guys. And that's, that's how my mindset is. And even though, yeah, it's, it's, we're all here to learn, grow and evolve. And, and um, I can't wait to um, yeah, share more and give more. And uh, yeah, that's it. Oh, love that absolutely fantastic well appreciate it again Tyson and yeah you have a great day your end and I'll catch up with you soon thank you brother peace out thank you